What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and we're joined first up by the first lady, Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. What's going on? Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Mr. Uh, Living Darkness himself, Baylor the Greatest, in the building. Yay, yay. <laughs> and then we got the red wine, but no, no, no. This this is, uh, what What are you drinking? Cristal tonight with those glasses on, Mr. Marquis? <laughs> Just red wine still. Just red wine. <laughs> the red wine connoisseur is in the building. Uh, the M cup. <laughs> <laughs> and the M cup. Got you. Got you. Yeah, I got an M on it. You know the M. So we got some shit. <laughs> we got some shit playing for you guys tonight. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. First up, Big Sean, Kanye West reuniting, and I don't know if it feels so good music, but nonetheless, it's good to see black black men. Barry the Hatchet, Mary, what did you think about seeing uh, Big Sean and, and Kanye West back together? I mean, like, what is Kanye up to now? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Nobody knows. It's like, here's the thing, right? Like, on the one hand, it's annoying because it's like Kanye and his Gemini shenanigans. But then on the other hand, it's like, what comes out of it is good. <laughs> so... It's conflicting, and I guess we'll get to that part later, but carry on. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the music aspect of it later because it, it was some good shit to come out of that. Baylor, what do you think about seeing Big Sean and Kanye West back together? Don't care. All right, fair enough, Marquis. Hopefully he'll make some good music because Big Sean's last couple of projects, bruh. Man, listen, it's so funny that people throw like the boring label on like J. Cole when really Big Sean is a boring ass rapper. Hayes, don't do this. Big Sean okay? is like, like, we literally. already know. We already, but you did like his last project. Dog. I did mm-hmm. like his last project, but he's still boring as shit. Like, wait, you talking about Cole or Big Sean? I'm talking oh, about Big Sean is boring, not Cole. I'm saying people throw the, the boring label on J. Cole when really. As long as people like Big Sean exist, I don't see how J. Cole's a boring rapper. You don't like his voice. We already know well, You already know I got some... I, <laughs> I don't like the man's voice. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's move on to a, a rapper that deserves to be considered higher amongst his peers and I think than what he is. Big Crit announced his new album, DRDD. Uh, Marquis, how come you first about this one? Are you excited about a new Big Crit project? Oh, actually, I am. I actually am. I'm looking forward to it. I do want to hear some bars, some content. I think uh, we've been missing that a little bit lately. Again, we had a nice little stocking stuffer from uh, Mr. Nas himself, but um, I'm definitely looking for some some good content. Cool, cool. Big Critic slept on. Big Critic slept on. So I just... Go ahead. That conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago about Future and where Future ranks amongst his peers and people, you know... It, you you made a you made a good point for it, but I really do think people completely slip on sleep on Big Crit and what he really where he should be ranked amongst rappers like the the J Coles and Kendricks and things like that because Crit has been and he's been consistent throughout his whole goddamn career. I think the he has though. You say what? No, he has, but I there's one thing that he hasn't given us yet. What's that? He hasn't given us a a good kid, Mad City. Hmm. He hasn't given one of us to, for us to chew on fair. for a long period of time. Like we know he's That's dope. Fair. We know he's dope, and he's he's doper than most of these cats in the game. So if you ask me, and I'm not, we don't sleep on him. We just fall asleep because we ain't heard from him in a while. We know he's dope, but we need that. We need that album. Like matter of fact, Detox is going to come before that, and I think he takes time with his work. 
You know what I'm saying? I think he's very careful with what he does, but that nigga, he don't deliver all the time. I'm not saying be like everybody else and oversaturate the game with just a lot of music, but shit, we need something at least every year or two. That's um, fair. Wow. I got to process that because I, I got a point, but go ahead. I'll let, I'll let me talk. Get on, get on this one. Go ahead, man. Um, so, fair point, Baylor. Um, I actually became intrigued by Big Crit uh, because I had the pleasure of having to uh, <laughs> basically to go through a lot of footage of his headlining performance at OMF, one music festival back in the, the fall. And, you know, I, I liked what I saw. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Or I plan to check it out. How about that? <laughs> sure, I mean, I think that's a more accurate way to put it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Marquis, what were you about to get into? Yeah, I think Baylor makes a very good point. I just it's just thought about that. So he's one of those that um, his peers respect him, but never get mentioned. You don't see him on a lot of guest features when it comes to great albums coming out. Um, but yeah, he doesn't have a good kid, Mass City. That's a valid point. Like no one's excited about it, or he doesn't get that recognition like Future does. I mean, Future's on an album with Drake, and and for reference, Mary, you basically. Um, Future was mentioned, and um, I forgot who said it. Oh, Joe Budden. Uh, Joe, Joe Budden said he should be mentioned in the Drakes, the Coles, and blah, blah, blah. And my point was what he did for that genre, I could consider him one of those legends or whatever. But in this, with Big Crit, I, I can't see that. I, I barely made a great point. I can see that. I don't see him in that era, in this era, as one of the forefathers or one of those people that other rappers want to be a part of or with or add them on a verse or just mention. So I, I can see that. I mean, I, and, and that's a great point from Baylor because I think every one needs that one album that's considered a classic. And even though I'm a huge bit crit fan, I wouldn't even be able to say while his music has been very consistent and his content been, has been very consistent. He does not have a classic album. So that, that, that makes sense. Maybe this one will be the one for big crit because we know he has the capability like crit is a monster a monster mm-hmm. and so yeah it, it'd be nice to see him at some point get his just due but even if it doesn't happen you know his fan base is loyal uh, it just is not that big but it's loyal that's for sure j cole has a good kid master you know what i mean that's yeah. that's why so i got a quick question um considering we're looking for another good kid mad city what are we waiting for another illmatic with uh lupe fiasco what happened to that oh he did say that who knows he recorded in like a day or something right yeah. Okay. I just, I just wanted to. Hey, Lupe. Um, you want the greatest lyricist maybe, alive? Maybe he's still wait. Maybe he's still waiting to drop it. To he's waiting till Royce the Five Nine actually responds to Mickey Facts. Mm. You know, we're like eight months in. We still have no response. And he, he was quote unquote. He did the Drake shit. He was quote unquote in the studio recording his diss. Never got it. Mm. Is it. Can we start calling him um Royce the Six Feet Under? <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, listen. Yes, I'm so disappointed in that. I'm sorry. I'm never going to let that go. Um, <laughs> moving on to the next topic. Another new album. Cardi B revealed she has been recording her new album. It's been four years since her album dropped. Uh, we think we were just talking about that like a month or so ago. Mary made a great point of why why release another album when she's been doing her single thing. But so, Mary, I'm going to be first on this one. Do you think Cardi B is going to live up to the expectation from attention deficit to uh, no, I'm Wrong album. Sorry. Of of her her first album with this follow-up. Um, I mean, that's a loaded question. I can't say yes, and I haven't been in the studio with her, but <laughs> I will say that she hasn't disappointed 
to be honest with you, I really did enjoy that last album. Yeah. So I definitely would check it out. I'm excited for to to see what she's got going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Marky, I'm gonna come to you next on this one because anytime you make that face and you look off from the camera, like like you don't like we can't see you if you're not looking at us. It's because you're thinking of some shit. What what do you got to say about this new Cardi B album? Um, I mean, based on the singles, well, it depends on who writes it. I guess that's one. Mm. Um, we'll go there. I'm just surprised to hear your. Response. She only has the best though. Yeah. <laughs> like her her writers are top notch. She do have some good writers. So then you you just so no your comment was you're not in the studio with her. You wouldn't say that with Nas or anybody else. You kind of know they're going to deliver something. That's what I'm surprised no, you said it that I way. I can't say that either. The I, Nas has pleasantly surprised me with his last few. Albums. Remember, we could go. We got tape to run back where I've been like, eh, I'm scared. Whenever when people have announced that I they're mean, dropping. Stuff. To be to be fair, I think we were all a little worried about Nas's album before it came out, Marquis. To be hey, fair, he, but go ahead. So no, no, I remember. I I said I know he's gonna have some shit on the album. Bottom line that no one can do. Even if the album is mediocre, he's always going to have something no one else can do. That's my take on Nas. But so will Cardi in her own Cardi way. It may not be what we, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it may not be like the the most skilled by hip hop's uh, standards, but Cardi is definitely always brings something no one else can bring. I'm just trying to figure out. How Cardi B can rap so well and enunciate so well when she can't speak English very well I in day to day life. Like, I'm still trying to figure that out. Very true. But, <laughs> but to bring up to bring up Nas is is kind of like not fair because even if we don't know what it's going to sound like or at the time, we know Nas is Nas. Right. Right. But when you think when when Cardi B is like she been off You're gonna for get a, a while, yeah. It, uh, the production is going to be good to me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think we can look forward to that. It's just, mm-hmm. are, do we care what the content is about? Even though we already know kind of where it's going to go. Cause yeah. she, 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 cause to me, like, I think like when it comes to Nikki and I, I, I hate to bring it up. It's like, you know, mentioning Kobe Jordan and LeBron all the time, but it's like, you know, Nikki will switch up and give us some, like some gun bars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but when I think of Cardi B, I, I I guess it's sad to say I just think about her shaking her ass and the videos that go with it, and I don't want to listen to that all all day. Well, I think I think it's important that uh, you know, as I've said before, Cardi B doesn't make music for us though, bro. It's really not for us, and because of that, it kind of it kind of is what it is in that in that case. Like you, what you said is part of the experience of Cardi B, the video, the the song the TikTok trends that come from it. And that's really it. it. She doesn't make music for us, bro. Until we get pastel weave, we are not meant to understand Cardi B's music, bro. I so, mean, okay. she makes music for me. <laughs> Speak for yourselves. Uh-huh. I got I got Like, I, ba- I I would bang money. Like, even though it's not an album, like, the song is a banger. She has some bangers. Again, she's the best Migos <laughs> rapper there is. Uh, she got those bangers. So by landslide, um, yeah, by landslide, she got them bangers. I, I'm, I'm all for. I'm listening to Cardi B. I'm banging it because the production, like Baylor said, is going to be great. The expectation of it. I mean, we're not, we're not there for bars. We're there for. I mean, I we know. say I that, like, but she like did have some bars on evasion of privacy. She had bars on it. Yes, like, and I feel ooh, like yo, there are bars that apply to every phase of life. <laughs> if you really think about it, and Marquis, you have a really great one right now. You could be like. 
Why would I hop in some beef when I could just hop in a Porsche? <laughs> we got to put my business out there in the street like that. But I'm saying, like, how could you not Uh-oh. love Cardi? Seriously. So, I, look, look, I, again, I will bang her in the Porsche. Like, I will literally and figuratively. I would bang it. No, I'm just not kidding. literally. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. It just sounded good. It was like a good now you're transition. Lost. Yeah. Good transition. Nah, it's, too, too, it's too tight. It's too tight to do it in there. No, 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 no. No, she, no. The, this, yo, the tracks, the shit she got, it does bang. Seriously. Um, I do have a question, though. I got a question since you brought it up. Is Nikki top three all-time female rappers? Hell no, I'm not going through this no more ever in life. It's no. And, it, and before I say yes, it's going to be no. <laughs> All right. No, no, she's not. Let's a top. get back on no. track, guys. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> how did we get here? How did we get here? I have no idea how we got here, but hell, here we are. Um, let's move right along. We have a new track to review, Game featuring Kanye West, Easy. Who wants to take this one away first? That shit, bang. Listen. Yes. That was a good song. I'm sorry. Yep. That, shit, that shit was good. I agree. I enjoyed it. It felt like old, almost old Kanye in a way. It did. And Kanye is at his best when he's being An authentic. Asshole. Right. Or, but, you know, like, he, he really has been opening up lately, whether it's part of... Whether the other shit he's doing is to publicize his projects or not. I mean, I know that's been a big, like, point of controversy, right? Like, has he been acting out? Like, the whole, um, I don't even remember if this is on the list or not, but his, like, his whole little public being angry about supposedly not being invited to his daughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. But, like, a lot of people were saying that must have been a publicity stunt to promote Easy. But my thing is, he's the feature on Easy. That's not even his project. So I, that would be doing a lot to promote somebody else's song. But then there was video of him at the birthday party. Well, right. But that would. So you didn't see the whole follow up, did you? No, I didn't. No. So basically. OK, so then we have to tell the people what happened. Right. So first, Kanye went on live and basically was like complaining. He was literally in his car. He had his GPS on. You hear it in the background. He's driving around and he's like, I don't know where my daughter's birthday party is. This is really fucked up. You know, a lot of dads go through this and that's not going to be my narrative and blah, blah, blah. And he like really like kind of started going in on the situation and venting to his phone, basically. Then next thing you know, you start seeing pictures of him. (laughs) Basically that some of the guests at this party were, you know, posting with Chicago, his daughter. So then he goes back on live in his car and he's like, I'm just so happy right now. You know, wait, so time out. Let's go rewind again. When he first was ranting, he was like, I hit up the nannies. I hit up Kim. I texted Chloe. I texted Chris, uh, Tristan, which then made everybody like, wait a minute. They're still fucking with Tristan <laughs> after that. Like literally the comment section of all this is just entertainment in itself. But whatever the case is, he ends up after the fact going back on live, saying how happy he was and thankful that basically Travis Scott is who told him where the party was. And it turned out that it was a joint party for Stormy, Travis and Kylie's daughter and Chicago. And then he said, like, security tried to stop him at the door, but Kylie is who let him in. And yeah, like basically, you know, kind of tied a bow on it for everyone. So it did feel like, why is he making this so public, right? Like, 
you didn't have to do all that. But so that is what kind of and then literally the very next day, game dropped that little his little IG live where he was teasing easy and then it dropped at midnight. So the sequence of events definitely does make it feel like it could have been all planned or whatever. But he did touch on some real issues that come up when when co-parenting is involved. And I don't know. I definitely think we need to talk about that uh, on a whole show for it. <laughs> but yeah, they probably played us. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they play if they played the shit out of us because that's just what entertainers do. Especially game, game has never been one to hesitate to pull a fucking tactic. Um, but to get back on the track itself, uh, Baylor, what how'd you feel about the track, man? Wait, what track are we talking about again? Easy. Baylor went already. Oh, it's did he? Mark, go ahead. It was cool. Um. It, it was, was cool. cool. So, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Kanye does what he does. Game does what he does. Game loves to, to pick fights or just to say shit because that's just what he does. Um, Kanye said something interesting. First, he said, you know, something about with with um, you know, beating Pete Davis' ass and then his new girlfriend. Like, I mean, I know we love it, but do we need it? Seriously, do we need it? Yes. It's, it's exciting. Hey, well, okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, listen, I'm from Staten Island, so all the shine that Pete Davidson is getting is, like, amazing to us. Oh, I, man. Appreciate Pete, his, I actually appreciate his movie, but... Pete Davidson's had a hell of a life, man. That's all he right? He's had a hell of a life, man. Who would have expected... Just the number of chicks that he has had, and, like, A-listers at that, strolling around Staten Island in the most odd places. Yeah, I'm has surprised been, Madonna ain't there. Right? She's not. <laughs> After she's I'm done sorry, with Kanye. To, to. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, wow. I mean, she was at Kanye's studio session that day. Did she have an album coming out? <laughs> I, know she brought some I don't know, but she was absolutely in the studio with him and his new chick and, and okay. another hodgepodge of strange people that were all together. Kanye always seems to get strange. Ever since he came out and he talked about like people he have and has in a group chat, it's just like, you know what? This all... His whole life makes sense now. Like he just like it. He literally just brings random people together. It, it's weirder than it than a damn DJ Khaled album. Like the some of the combinations of people that wind up together when Kanye West is involved. Marky, what were you about to say? And, and, and do people want to be a part of his group chat? Is that, that's what it sounds like. Like you know what? Let me go in the studio with these niggas. That's why she was mad at this dude for sampling his sh- her shit without permission. Now she's up in the studio. Remember when I asked? I'm like, why are we hearing about this shit? Why are the, the attorneys talking about this shit? Yeah. Now we know why. Mm. Now we know why. Okay. In the studio. Before we review some shit, I just got to ask, did anybody um, check out the Corday? I did. I have not yet. That's I why it's not on the list. You know what it sounds like? What? It sounds like, sound like Nas fell asleep. Stop. No, that's a compl- no, that's a compliment. Wait, how is that like, a compliment? You have to explain how this is a compliment to me because that didn't sound like a compliment, my brother. If you listen to it, it sounds like he... Yeah, I know that some people have been comparing him to J. Cole, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but this particular album, at least for me, the way it starts off, I'm like, man, this nigga listened to Nas and was like, I'm about to copy this nigga a little bit. I can hear that. I can hear that, but it does sound like if not oh, 11... Wait, there's a I forgot. I forgot. Back to the... Back to the um, the uh game and uh, game. Kanye track mm-hmm. that ga- that game version that game version didn't sound like Kendrick. Not to I don't, me. I don't want it. it did to me. 
Go back, go back and listen. To, go back and listen to Game Verse, mm-hmm. but have Kendrick voice in your head. Watch. Okay. We, I would, I would love to have a, um, like a, 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 an artist review, because I have a lot to say about Game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would love to just peel away some layers there. Me, me and Barely had a pretty, a pretty good conversation before we started recording on Game, and uh, ah, I, you know, I would love to hear your thoughts on Game. You know, maybe that may be content for like. TikTok or something, we just do like one on one thoughts on artists. That'll be fun to do. We have to do that. That's a good idea. Yeah. That is a very good idea. But yeah, Game is a very interesting, I don't even want to call him a rapper, a very interesting individual that I would love to to give my opinion on. And and, and that, the, the sad thing is, he got bars. Even from 100 For bars, days. That, he got bars. For days. Like one of the dumbest, smartest niggas I've ever seen in my life. That is a great, like, it's seriously, it's, it's a nigga that, like, has all the potential in the world, but he just always does something dumb, and you just like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? He's that friend that you have to call ahead for and apologize before you go out with your other friends. Like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, game's about to be with me tonight, man, so, you know. It's that, it's that one time we go to a spot, and he, it's the greatest night of our lives. Exactly. <laughs> that one time. And every other time, it's... What's the dude from um the fat guy from uh from Hangover? Yeah, that's that's game. He's the Zach Galifianakis of uh of uh hip hop. All right, we'll move right along. Smart, but yeah, go ahead. All right, black people like rock too. Marquis, what you got for us this week? So yeah, all this talk into the year and everything. Um, I, I I was looking at the list of top rock albums sold of all time, right? And I know everyone knows what number one is, right? Mm-mm. In the world, number one album sold all time, Thriller. 70 million oh. records sold. Okay. Uh, yeah. 70 million. Yeah. So it was interesting because I was going down the one below that, um, ACDC, but below that was the bodyguard, 45 million albums sold. Right. Okay. So then you have your, your rappers, meatloaf, you know, pink Floyd, Eagles, Eagles, Bee Gees, and everything. The moment you get to the first artist outside of the genre of hip hop, who do you think that is that has a top selling, one of the top selling albums of all time? David Bowie, uh, the Beatles. Aside from that, those are rock artists. I'm just talking about hip hop or R&B or whatever. Outside of all the people we expect, so uh, uh, I'll give you Adele. So 31 million, 21, right? So you're not just talking about rock right now. You're talking about music as well. Because I'm confused I'm saying, what you're asking me. Yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. All the rock albums that are sold, every album that was sold, the top rock album of all time is considered to be Thriller, even though that's more of a pop album, but it's in that genre of rock, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> Beatles, Rolling Stones, blah, blah, blah. Below that, what hip-hop do you artist do you think would be in the top or the most sold of all time? Maybe a Run DMC album? It's not a singular album. You mean, like, all their albums combined? Album. No, just one album. The one album that sold the most all time uh, throughout the world. All Again, I said on- Adele, considering that's R- R&B, but... <clears throat> I, I don't know, bro. All Eyes on Me? The Eminem Show, 27 million. Oh, that makes the sense. fuck out of here. <laughs> The Eminem show? I would have went with that, but I thought you said outside million. of hip hop. Um, no, I said outside of rock. <laughs> oh, I said going into hip hop. Oh, well, yeah, I would have went right to Eminem. That was a lot for us to follow. Yeah, I know, bro. Like, you <laughs> gotta start sending us this shit ahead of time because I, I, I definitely you you you, you you took me three different places, and my brain was still <laughs> trying to catch up, bro. Okay, well, before that, Hybrid Theory, Lincoln Park. That makes sense. That makes mm. sense. That's another twenty-seven million. Interesting enough. Oh wow. <laughs> Right below Bob Marley, bro. No, he's not. Bob Marley's twenty five million. You know the number one um soundtrack of all time? It it better be Boomerang. Ooh, that is a fire soundtrack. The number one selling album of all time soundtrack is Boomerang. 
I don't think anybody outside of the U.S. saw saw Boomerang. That was a try. Uh, is it Ghostbuster? That's only one song. Batman. Close. No, I don't know other than that. Same artist. Oh, oh, uh, Purple Rain. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That's Twenty-five tracks. million. Okay. That's it for me. I like. I like this. And look, I didn't prepare for this text at all. But well, Marsha Mathers LP is the second. Yeah, um, it, that, I mean, that makes been, sense. That, been, that makes sense. That should have been. That should have been above that other bullshit. What? I, I said it. I said it. And the first three albums were. You got it back to back to me. No three P. Nope. Not from not no from this. Not from this feller. Okay. You didn't right. like the Slim Shady LP? Okay. All right. Moving well, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill had twenty million. So. Oh. Sounds like we might need to do some more brackets. Yeah. The brackets coming. <laughs> we haven't done bracket. Oh, March. Hey, we got to prepare. We have to have a bracket for March. So, we'll think of something. We'll get March the brainstorming. Yep. 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 All right, moving on. Power book two. Who got to watch it? Who's all caught up? I caught up all today. Yep. I'm there. I'm with you. Okay. Mary, I'll, I'll go to you first on this one. Now, Baylor hasn't finished the most recent episode. So, Baylor, are you cool with us talking spoilers or do you want us to steer free of spoilers? No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm going to forget anyway. All right, cool. All right, Mary, where are you at? Where are you at with the season right now? Because I'll tell you what, where that, I, I see, I don't like how they, oh, they make going to jail in these trials almost mean nothing because they always find a way out of it. Uh, but what, what did you think about the most recent episode of Bob? I mean, I'm trying to now remember it because um, <laughs> it's like a couple days. Um, yeah, I feel like, first of all, the last two episodes have really derailed the season. I feel like ever since Lorenzo came home, it's been like, yeah. I don't know, it feels weird now. Like it's, I don't know, it's all over the place. Um, definitely feel like the storyline with Dante is just getting even more wild and unbelievable. And I like him as an actor, by the way. But, yo, like, all right, so he's Zeke's father, which, by the way, why the fuck would he, like, approach him? But wait, so this makes it even more confusing, right? Because now they're, by what they said, is that Zeke is older than Mary J. Blige's other kids. But that's not the case. Right. And then, by the way, and I mean no disrespect at all to Mary J. Blige, because she looks amazing, and I hope I look as good as her when I, you know, get Mm -hmm. her age. But... For Zeke, to, for her to have been 16 when she had Zeke, like she said, that would make her under 40. <laughs> and that would make and that would make even Kane, who is the oldest of her children, like 17. Right. Well, no. But then also um, the daughter has to be about 17 for her to be them to be trying to send her to St. John's. Exactly. Which go Red Storm, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mary's daughter, by the way. But, um, exactly. They didn't even talk about her going to school anyway. Like, Just moved her back in today. To what? She didn't go to high school. Like, well, no, remember, Lorenzo told her, like, oh, your mother and I d- decided we're going to pay the tuition for St. John's University. And she was all like, I don't want to go there. It's in Queens. Ah. And then. But is she is she in high school or is she. That's what, what they're I'm, saying, basically. It, yeah, that's what they're saying. We never For her heard to not be. Ever. No. Skip year no them, or them, and even the brother seems like he's much older. The other one. That's what I'm saying. Like, so Zeke is Zeke is in college, right? And he's not even a senior, senior, senior in college. So that well, would be senior, okay. play for the draft. In fairness, in fairness, he? he could have reclassified. A lot of af- like student athletes do that. Like, I know that- some kids personally who aren't even nowhere near going pro, who like in eighth grade stayed behind again in eighth grade so that they could reclassify themselves for sports. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say, yeah. Right. But so, even if that was the it's case. Possible. 
Oh, right. So let's say Zeke is in his senior year of college and then he reclassified. That could make him like 22. 22. Yes. Yeah. But so, we, right. so but then but then but they would be saying that then there was enough of a gap between Zeke being born before Kane was born that they not Mary not only had time to get pregnant, have the baby, get get with her husband, well send the baby away, get with her current husband, get pregnant again and give birth again. For him to even be in this, it, what, 20 at that? Like, the age thing in this doesn't make any sense. I agree. I Well, I think we all agreed the casting was crazy anyway. Like, I was very happy that Zeke pointed out that <laughs> that Dante is a Rick Fox-looking motherfucker. He was literally, because that's what we all kind of were thinking, not to be colorist, but, like, yeah. all these baby daddies are light-skinned for these kids to not be at all. Like... So, yeah, that I mean, casting wise, none of these children look like they would be married, Mary's children with those guys. (laughs) I mean, whatever. So I feel like maybe people are paying attention because for him to have addressed it himself, I was like, maybe they're listening (laughs) because, yeah. But again, I feel like (laughs) approaching him, like, what was he thinking? First of all, that's like jarring for Zeke. Like, you don't just pop up and be like, hey, guess what? I'm your dad. Like, I don't know. I just felt like that was just wild. And he seemed like way more of a strategic calculating dude to just do that. Go ahead. How, how, did, how did he know his name was Zeke when he didn't know he had a son and went to the military? Well, he did know at some point, which is what yeah. made him kind of plant himself into Monet's operation. How, how did he know his name was going to be Zeke? How his... How is his name going to be Zeke? And that's what I named you after when he didn't even know he had a kid. He's a tattoo that says Ezekiel in the, in the proverb. Well, he could have gotten it later. Maybe maybe he always told Mary that that's what he wanted to name his son if he... All right, now we're he, helping them out a lot. I, I don't... Listen. Stop, stop, stop. He literally yes, there's some, So needless to he say, there are some inconsistencies. This is our family thing, Ezekiel, blah, 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 who you were named after. Didn't know she was pregnant and the dude name is Zeke. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, look, Listen, I'm trying to, we, we're spending too much time. His, but who does he think his mother is? Because remember, he packed the bag and was like, yeah, I'm going to see my mother. mother. <laughs> right? So who, who is that person? Probably her sister, Mary J. Blige's sister. And, and then what happened to Redman? <laughs> oh, he, he ain't getting out for a while because some secrets are going to come out. And then Method Man is probably going to have to have his own show because of the secrets that's coming out about him. That's a good that's spinoff. That's a good spinoff. That would be amazing. And, and then it'll be the Red and Meth show. I'm with it. Hey, 50, I know you listen to this shit. You better, man, I'm not scared of you, nigga. We need to talk business. You're going to try to get a confession from this nigga, knowing that's your your your, your client. You can't yeah. get a confession. Hey, come on, bro. I know, Sax is really bad at this, but he yeah. always kind of has been. Yeah, Sax is like, a He is the worst. He's like a bad good guy. I don't know if that even makes sense, but like, he really got into this to get the bad guys, but then he's kind of a bad guy. So it's like this: there's no honor among thieves. Like, I don't know. Very weird. And then the woman. I really hope he doesn't call her ever again. I forgot her damn name, but <laughs> like she just complicates everything. All the women in the show, like, like, so so what's going to happen? Is is the female teacher? 
Sorry. Is the female teacher going to get shot? Is she going to go to jail? I, I, all this shit is going on is too much. She just needs to she be removed one way or the other. She was she bad, yeah, too. For sure. Yeah. And then Councilman Tate. Like, uh, come on. That's going to be a love interest because Councilman Tate has too much interest in her now invested. There's something Listen, there. But the thing that we know about Councilman Tate is if it if it's warm and has a hole, he good. So they can get him yeah. a new love interest. Hey, he, he got him, though. He got him, though. Yeah. You know, he got him, but she got him. I don't know. I just really, and I love Lorenz Tate as an actor. And I really hate Councilman Tate on this sh- on power and always have. Well, like, remember, he was originally supposed to get his own spinoff, too. So I wonder if this is like he's not their way of killing yeah, the, two birds with one stone. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Well, that could actually go into the, poli- uh, the, the politics. Politi- yeah, because we saw here. Could go into he, the poli- he, yeah. So it, it, who knows? Like man. the blackface thing. Yeah. I mean, if he's doing it right, he's getting a spinoff similar to what Tyler Perry does with all his shit. Just without the bad wigs. Off. Thank God. Yeah. How many episodes Somebody's- do we have left? It must be one. Must be one, right? Because then the following week. No, there's still like three episodes left. There has to be and- only two because the following week after that is Tommy's spinoff, which I'm super hyped for. It's ten. It's usually ten episodes, right? Or is it eight? They wouldn't have Tommy's and this one at the same time. And I know Tommy starts on February 5th. So there's this. This was episode seven. So there's three episodes left. So they're going to be on yeah, overlapping ten. a week. Interesting. Yeah. That usually never happens. So, I mean, okay. yeah, then Raising Canaan came on um during yeah during they did overlap a week. They, did, they overlap. They did overlap. Yeah. 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 Okay. So maybe that's the new thing. It was supposed to be the whole thing with all these spinoffs was supposed to be no sp- power all the no time. Break. So right, power never dies. Yep. The power universe. <laughs> Moving but, on. Um, I, Go ahead. I, now I was gonna say that I'm wondering. I'm starting to in my mind meld all of these characters into one show me too absolutely (laughs) like and i wonder if they're gonna do the thing that like law and order and like the chicago shows do when when they're all going if we're gonna get an overlap episode once every season that would be fire however how would that work when when raisin canaan takes place in the past yeah except raisin canaan might have to go from chicago go to new york or something like that i'm just i'm hyped for raisin canaan to come back so that we can see when he actually meets ghost and zombie like I was kind of disappointed that didn't happen. They may that may not happen till the end of the end of, towards the end of the series. They may be pushed kicking that can down the road as that far might, as they can. That might be the one. That might be the one to overlap because aren't they supposed to do one? Oh, they're they also do? supposed to do one with them in high school too, right? Tommy Ghost and Angela in high school. Well, that's raising Canaan. Yeah. So no, no, no. That was supposed to be a separate one. So that's uh-huh. the one they overlap. Raising Canaan. He's milking this shit, aren't isn't he? No. no raising Canaan was the, no. the throwback. No, there were two. No, I thought I thought they had a one where they had the young, young, um, the younger version of Tommy, younger version of uh, St. Patrick going to school together. And that was supposed to be raising Canaan. That was supposed to be Hold part on, of I'm about, it. I'm about to look out there. Canaan wasn't part of that, wasn't he? But they would have been. Yeah, Canaan, they all, they grew up together. They all like came up in the game together. Yeah, it looks like Mary's right. Listen, don't fuck yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't argue shit I don't know. So Raising Canaan, the prequel to the life of Canaan, of course, which is the Tommy. Mm-hmm. And then Influence, which is Councilman Tate's. Oh man. One. I was hoping that was canceled. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. Hey. Yeah, I thought I thought the the original was supposed to be a separate one too with them. So maybe then that that is what it's gonna go into in, in, se- in further seasons. Go ahead. But it because when we watch all those trailers, yeah, I don't know. It was remember it was Kanan. It was the dude that's playing Kanan in that trailer. They just haven't introduced Ghost and and Tommy yet in it. Mm. I'm gonna make a prediction. Okay. 
that Councilman Tate thing is going to be one of those people you hate now, but when he gets his own spinoff, you're going to appreciate him a little I mean, bit more. The same thing that happened with, with Tariq. So, yeah. yeah. But I think it's going to be good. Although now I'm starting to not appreciate Tariq again. And how much do you want to bet that Sax is going to go over to the Councilman Tate one, too? Yeah, I yeah. can see that. You can see the, the method man. Zach is going to be the one that kind of just moves back and forth. In between. So. See, Mind you, he was this? so uninteresting in the original power. Yeah. Still is. I know. I'm surprised that he, you know, they really developed him. Yeah. I mean. This, hey. is, why, this is why I miss Ghost, because when that nigga was alive, niggas was dropping. I was yeah. so happy to see that <laughs> motherfucker pop up. But, like, I, yeah, they... they and that's what they want Kane to be in a way, but he's not the same. It's not the no. same. No, Kane said, is just too wild. Like yeah. stupid. He's stupid. And he's, he's not smooth. He's, he's not likable. I think Kane's gonna have to die. One of these children gotta go. I was worried it was gonna be Dre there for a second. Yeah. And it may still very well be. It may. It's gonna be and insane. I wouldn't be so sad because <laughs> he's a terrible actor too. Like now that we're seeing more of him, <laughs> like he's a, him and Zeke are both terrible ass actors. Like they all can yeah. go. See, I don't know. My impression like of Zeke, Zeke as it as an actor, I think unless the actual actor that plays him is as brain dead as Zeke is, I actually don't think he's a bad actor. I think he's playing it very well. You think that that's how they're writing it? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I think I gotta Shit. tell him what I know. If if no, they're I mean, if they're writing it that way and that's how he's supposed to be acting, then yeah, he's he's a solid actor. Because I, I think so. That's the he's character. a typical he's a typical dumb job. Yeah. In the words of Robert Downey Jr., never go full retard. <laughs> you can't say that on air, bro. Yeah. Never and go then full he's retard. like, uh, some doors are better left closed, you know? So I'm going to sleep on the couch. Oh, no. This is crazy. This is crazy. All right, let's move in. Kendrick Lamar producing his first film with the creators of South Park. And the story in this one is pretty interesting. So it's based on a black man who is working a job at a history museum and he's in reenacting of a slave and he finds out that his white girlfriend's family used to own the slaves of his ancestors it's a comedy it's supposed to be a comedy it's listed as a comedy but what do you guys make of Kendrick Lamar producing his first film which already has a distribution deal with Paramount who wants to take this one away first how Kendrick is this <laughs> did anybody see the Book of Mormon yeah okay how Kendrick is this <laughs> like this ties in Perfectly with the writers of South Park and Kendrick doing this, like I, I'm not surprised. I am, but I'm not. So I'm actually looking forward to this. Okay. I, I feel like it's gonna take a lot of work to really make that premise funny for me. I think it's gonna be satirical. It's not gonna be funny. Yeah. It's just gonna be one of those I feel like it's they're they're saying it's a comedy, but I think it's gonna be one of those more where there's laughable moments, but it's really more of a message in it. It uh, depends on the cast too. Who's the director? Yeah. Who who's gonna be in the cast? So those yeah. things as, as that comes together more, um We'll see. Uh, the dude from Woke, I would love to see him in this type of room. Look, yeah, the one from New Girl. Yeah, yeah. Baylor, yeah. You being quiet over there? I, no, I was just thinking like this is basically the visual version of his bars. You know what I mean? But he's gonna probably put a, a comedic twist to it. Um, but he's gonna get he's gonna get his bars off in a different way. I think this is the, the pettiest way he could do it. I, I I believe that he has this competitive nature in him. And he still wants to pick at certain rappers as being mentioned with him. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think besides if he does come out with some music, then he going to continue to do it through his music. But this is going to be another way to say, look, nigga, I'm, I'm better than you. 
visually too. All right. I mean, it's the first official project from PG PG Lang. The company started with Day Free, so it's going to be a lot of eyes are going to be on this. Go ahead, Marquis. I got a question on that. Does anybody actually have a question about that anymore? Like, does anybody ever question where Kendrick is to his peers? I don't think it, I don't think it should be a question anymore. So you, no. I mean, it's not like I feel he has to prove anything. It's one of those. I'm just opening all y'all niggas. Like I'm. It's a victory lap. My, uh, Everything he does is a is victory really? lap at this point. I think. I think. Um, I think he knows he's he's a better one, but I think we all have I think we all have an ego at some point, and we just just want to randomly. Hey, guess what? Remember, I told you I was better than you. I'm still better than you. Depending on Kendrick's next album, we may be talking about the first rapper to ever have a five peak. Yeah, I think um if if his competition to me is probably um Donald Glover creatively that's what I think he, I agree with that creatively, creatively yes I agree that's with his that competition right there yeah so I think this is who he's going after Kendrick Lamar creatively Kendrick Lamar is on Prince's level as far as for this I generation that. meaning that what he does is so unique to you can't really compare him to anybody else in this in amongst his peers yeah you know, I've never that is I gotta sit with that one I know. I, I do I, Think that, about that's, it. The man has dropped four albums, all classics within their own right. They're all sonically very, very different from each other, but thematically all go in line. Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar is on a, on a level musically that, that nobody else is right now in his generation. Yeah. You got to put that on TikTok. I got. I, I got. I got. I got to see this one. Um, Prince. Prince did because he played all his music. That's what I'm saying. He that, that's, that's that's what that's what's gonna separate him from from K Dot. That he was just musically what? versatile in so many different ways. But the way Hayes broke it down, yeah. And I wouldn't even be. I wouldn't be even afraid to say maybe he's not that far away from Prince. But they definitely in the same ballpark. Okay. Okay. Um, curating Black Panther. Oh, that I didn't even count that. Albums. Yeah, I think that's a equivalent. I would say this day and age to Prince, because Prince curated, obviously created all of Purple Rain, directed it, and so and a fucking Batman album. It. Yeah, Batman was next level. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I can see where you're going on a microscopic level. I can see that. Like we're not, we're never gonna get another Prince again. Yeah, really, never. So I don't, and I don't not, mean as far not, as the playing instruments himself and this genre. Yeah. This this the way this, maybe maybe a better comparison to it would be he's a more critically acclaimed and popular rock him. You got to think where he's at too. Like like you, Drake is still like Drake is still in the game in the game where people expect him to drop an album or something like that. But now he's in. Uh, I ain't gonna say now he's entered. But K Dot is definitely in that same arena where if he drops a verse, everybody stops. Just like they stop for Andre three uh, for three stacks. You know what I mean? Um, one of them, one of them drops something, we listen to it. You know what? This, I gotta say, this this is something we gonna have to, we gonna have to stop and we gonna have to come back to this because I can see this being the curveball that turns into its own thirty minute mini podcast because. I, I didn't mean to throw you guys off for that. No, no, no. But but go I, I got to say something. I think Kendrick is his, his own Kendrick. He's not even a prince. He's done something for the culture that Prince didn't even do. You get what I'm saying? Like, Prince made beautiful music, but mm. what he's doing to unite black people and how he's creating the sound and, and what he did for the soundtrack of Black Panther, Prince didn't even... I, I get it. Batman and all but Prince didn't do that. This generation to tie all these people in together, white people, black people, hip-hop, and everything. I think Kendrick is his own. I, I, I get what you're saying with the comparison, 
this generation's Prince. I think that sexuality of Prince kind of united that Madonna, that generation together. It makes sense. But I think Kendrick has united more white people than black people and been respected by his peers, his forefathers, his producers than anyone else. I don't think we've ever seen someone this celebrated from all cultures and the inner circle of hip hop. So I think Kendrick is on another level beyond what Prince is. And that's a oh. really scary statement for oh. me to say. Okay, hey. I got stuck. Now I'm I not really, I wasn't willing to say beyond Prince, but the, I fuck with the way you explain that. I wouldn't compare them at all. That's what I'm saying. I'm not I can't compare them. You're comparing the impact rather than the actual art artist, right? I'm saying he needs to be on his, his own his own star. Not even following anyone else's star or he's this person this genre just generations. He's just Kendrick Lamar. I think he went past I think they compared um him and Cole to Jay and, and Nas. Mm. He's not even that. He's he's nowhere near that anymore. He's more on his own stratosphere. I think there's pieces of Andre three thousand and stuff like that. If Andre three thousand would have been more consistent, he probably would have been his own star. But I think Kendrick, since he's doing it consistently, he's on his own path. So we can't even compare him to anyone else, anyone but, anymore. But I think but I think they do have similar styles as far as being like like just different. Kendrick uses it, the inflection in his voice the same way Prince used instruments. <laughs> That's what, yeah, exactly, exactly. Sonically, okay, yeah. I, I get where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah. all right. Okay, well, we'll get that that that, yeah. that last that last verse he dropped that went viral. It was, I'm not even sure what podcast I would listen to, but they was like, "Yo, he changed his rap style like numerous times in that one verse." verse. Yeah, like three times. Eminem does that shit all the time, and then he'll change your beat too. And then I know yeah. <laughs> only only certain people get away with that shit, but yeah. Oh, I would love to see I have a track where Eminem and Kendrick like literally just throw a track where they go back and forth and the beat changes like eight times. That. Huh? Uh, off of that. Oh, I'll I get a headache too. That. I, but listen, I don't know. I don't think Eminem could last. Oh, with Kendrick? No. That's, I think at no. some point people be looking at like Eminem like you need to shut the fuck up. Uh, we need to hear what Kendrick yeah, is saying. Yeah. I mean, and you know what though? M would probably say that too. Like, you know what? That's it for me. We're just going to let, just, we're, <laughs> gonna let Kendrick have the rest of this. Alright, moving on. This is another topic from Baylor to end the show today best double disc albums of all time now Baylor let's clarify do you just mean hip-hop or do you mean any genre any genre all right perfect that's what I that's how I prepared for it so I just wanted to make sure I was on the right path who wants to take this one away first Baylor you should lead it off it's your topic go ahead I got pot okay so wait repeat that best double disc albums of all time mm. I mean life after death clearly absolutely yeah mm-hmm. Absolutely, sign of the time. I thought you would say Wu Tang Forever, but okay. I can't say that. No. I can't say that. <laughs> Love Wu Tang. You already know, but, but that's that double album. No, I all right. I'm, my, my pick, I already know, is going to catch off because I, I specifically went outside the realm of hip hop because I've been. If you guys haven't noticed, I've been trying to do that more. Uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall. I, I knew, motherfucker. I, 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 I would go the White Album too with the Beatles. Can't go wrong with that one. So I said Sign of the Times by Prince. Ooh, okay. Any love for Exile on Main Street? None? No. Are you not a Stones fan, Marky? Class best of double albums of all time. What do you, so is it in your top top ten? All time? No. Top fifteen. All time. Double double albums of all time. Is it in double albums? It probably it'll be in my fifteen. Yeah, it'll be in my fifteen. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give it that. Okay. Mary Bailey, you guys didn't got any more to throw out there? Yeah. Outcast. Ooh, uh, the love yes. below. Yes, <laughs> speaker box. The love. Below, I enjoyed actually. it. Yeah, I did not enjoy the speaker box as much as I did the love below. 
because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that was like a one-sided thing for me for a while. I enjoyed it as a whole. <laughs> no love for a blueprint too? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not at said, all. I said all of them. All right. <laughs> I was going to say one as a joke, but I, I refuse to keep playing into... <laughs> To anything, so I'm gonna leave that alone. What is it? Oh no, I'm not gonna say. I'll say it off air. I'm not gonna have, have that be on wax. So I will say that Nas would have had the best double album to me for for what the original I am. Okay, all right. I thought you was gonna, not, look, not, uh, my mind, of but, course, went right to Street Disciple. I was about to hang up on you, bro. So the original I am would have been to me one of the greatest double albums of all time. If you look at the original track list, the stuff that came from um the the um Nostradamus I am. And what's the other album? The Lost Tapes. Mm. The full album. And there's a few other missing that, that's missing from there, but a few songs. That album, we when it was originally bootlegged, was one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. Fair enough. All right. That's it. We done for tonight. Anything else? I'm not throwing anything else out there. All right. Cool. Well, this has been another episode of The Breaks Radio. Mary, go ahead and give me your social media. Let's get the hell up out of here. I'm at Miss Mary Amante on all social platforms. Also, if you want to, you can follow at Young Urban Moms and at Rock the Bells. All right, Baylor. At Baylorism on Twitter and TikTok. And that's it. That's the only places I'd be, really. <laughs> oh, my God. Fair enough. We forgot songs in the key of life. No, oh, that's shit. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Shame on us. Shame. Jesus. That is the album. Yeah. That is it. Fuck. Okay. Well, we I'm all sure failed we tonight. Too. <laughs> we all failed tonight. Marquis, go ahead. Well, you don't usually plug your social media. What kind of foolishness are you going to send them off with? I still need to find that nigga who um, said KRS1. <laughs> I got to send that voicemail. I keep forgetting, man. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That literally is going to be Mar- Marquis going to go the fuck off. Um, yeah, that's going to be a whole episode for me. <laughs> Make sure you guys are following us collectively at The Breaks Ready. You can follow me if you want to at CEO Hayes. You can uh, send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we out. Who picks up that number anyway? Like, who picks up that phone? This has been a presentation of The Breaks Radio.